Fuck you, you little piece of shit. You ain't Spanish, man. Yeah, I'm speaking Spanish. Hey, B, you don't. Be loyal, I Fucking got sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you piece hey, of B, shit. Hey, B, yell at him in Spanish. Yell at him. Yeah, you motherfucker, you motherfucker. Thanks for listening. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Three, four. I need pussy more. Five, six. Pick up sticks. Seven, eight. Hitler did it right. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Alex Caruso Fan Club Podcast. Um, I am your host, Nate Diggity Dog, Nate Dog Driver, and with me as always is my lovely co-host, Ryan Rayleigh, and it is August 28th, or something around there. 7th. It is August 27th, or something around there, and we are live from downtown San Diego, and we're bringing you the realness. Ryan? Should we close the door? Um, I can't really pick it up. I think it's all okay. right. Well, it's fine then. Yeah, so uh, we uh, I just got off stage at the Madhouse Comedy Club. Just, you know, just did it to him again. You know, a uh, mediocre set of comedy uh-huh. uh, followed by, by, here's the thing, here's the thing. This is the only reason I keep doing comedy, by the way. I, d- I never think I do good. I'm always disappointed. And then the guy the guy goes up after me, and he stinks even harder. And I'm like, well, if that guy... If that oh, guy and, and by the way, I just looked. That guy was at another club. Right. That, that guy was opening for the headliner of the club across the street, and they popped him in. And I'm like, if this guy's got fucking big dick, this guy's got swinging dick energy, then then I should have a little... I should let my little tiny dick swing. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I think, I mean, it's a false metric. I think the people you compare yourself to are always bad. Yeah. There's no one, because when have you ever, you're ne- there's no situation where you've ever, where someone after you is successful. You mm. haven't been on that type mm. of show. Mm. Um, the, the, the person that comes up after you is someone who is uh, borderline homeless. Yes. Uh, full-fledged retarded. Mm, yes. And on top of all that, unfunny. Mm. Maybe the most important part. Yeah, because those first two sound like positives. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Those first two definitely, they could be good, but they turn out being unfunny, despite yeah. all the other things. But uh, so I think maybe you should reconsider quitting comedy. Okay. And when I say well, reconsider, well, you, okay. sh- you should come to the conclusion that you should quit comedy. Yeah. And probably go into podcasting full time. Okay. Or, I don't know, maybe get a job. Oh, uh, okay. I mean, I, w- I want to say fuck you. That's, uh-huh. you know that comedy's my dream. I don't know why you would bring that up. Um, but, uh,. You're gonna tell you, can I tell you a little funny story just happened to me? Okay, go ahead. I'm a little drunk. Had you know, had had three drinks. A little buzzed, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I'm a little buzzed. Um I just had some cookies, very sweet cookies. You know sometimes when you eat like Skittles or something sweet, when you spit, your spit is like a little more um 
I don't know, it's like a little more sticky almost, and you can kind of you can kind of droop it down and suck it back up. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, you know, okay. you know, big big daddy. I mean, I've honestly I've never after eating something like sugary like that, I don't, I haven't spit, so I haven't noticed that. Mm-hmm. But I'll take your word for it. So I noticed, I noticed these uh, these cookies that I ate. They gave my, sp- I like doing that. Uh-huh. I, I've never gone to the ground, but I've gotten pretty close. Right. Um, but um, I was just I was peeing. And uh-huh. I, sp- I spit into the toilet while I peed, and I noticed that I had the sticky spit, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I can, like, uh-huh. I can suck it back up. Right. I was like, oh, I got, I got the sticky spit today. I can suck it back up. And my spit went in line with my piss line. Uh-huh. And I sucked a little bit of piss back into my mouth. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is it's impressive. Honestly, it's impressive, but also absolutely disgusting. Yeah, no, I felt, I was like, I was like, why, why would I do that? Uh-huh. Um, Honestly, I think maybe pissing. I think pissing or drinking your piss is yeah maybe good for you. Yeah, yeah. Overall, I'm not. You know, it's not a fucking, it's not a fucking uh, sanitation concern. Right. That shit comes out clean. Yeah, I mean, it comes out. I mean, it's supposed to like remove all the toxins in your body, right? But I feel like mm-hmm. in that process, it might also remove some useful things. Mm, okay. So maybe if you, I think. If you drank like a little, like look at Bear Grylls, right? That dude drinks yeah. his piss all the time. And <laughs> oh, like, he loves it. You can't get enough. And he's like the pinnacle of, of fucking yeah. human fitness. Mm-hmm. And he can fucking do anything. He can survive anywhere. Could you imagine uh, you're in a restaurant and you and you notice like Bear Grylls across the restaurant and you just send him a bottle of piss? <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. You're, like, you're just like, hey, can you just give him this? You pee in a champagne glass. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, he would love that. And then he'd probably fucking, yeah, he'd take a little swig and... Oh, yeah, you know he's swigging on that. Um, Isn't it weird that guy's British? I feel like there's no fucking... Because it's one thing if you're like a survival guy and you grew up in like Montana. Mm -hmm. But where the fuck are you growing up in Britain and being like a big survival guy? Oh, yeah, he's British, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, right, like where's that whole place has been like so developed, you know? Um, Yeah, I don't know. I would... I never really watched the Bear Grylls shit. Really? Mm, no, not really. I mean, I remember when he was a big, he was a kind of a big deal. I don't remember what channel it was on, but it was him and like Survivor Man or something. Who? Survivor Man. I mean, it's like a comparable guy. I think the only difference is Bear Grylls drank his piss and that kind of put him <laughs> over the edge. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely willing to more, put more on the line. Mm-hmm. But you know what I always heard about that motherfucker? I heard that he would do the crazy shit. And then, like, you know, set up his tent, and then he would go to, like, a five-star hotel or whatever and hang out with the cameraman. Yeah, I mean, I, but, I mean that's par for the course. I th- I'm not expecting these guys to actually – at the end of the day, it is a fucking TV show, you know what I mean? That's making millions of dollars. Yeah, right, yeah. He's, he's like – Well, yeah, Matt, the only thing piss. I care about is to see him drink his own piss. Yeah. That's all. Honestly, he could be in the hotel room and Drink, be like – Drinking his own piss. Today, we're going to survive the, the fucking uh, – the Ritz-Carlton. Mm-hmm. Here, first, let me drink my own piss. I tune into that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Um, so, yeah, guys, we are uh, – thanks for listening to the podcast. Obviously, huge, huge thanks to you guys. Um, we are – we're not recording on the normal microphone setup, so if it sounds weird, I apologize. We're actually recording in my friend's Airbnb that is not being rented out currently. And it's a, it's a very nice place. Ryan, what would you, what'd you say? Uh, I mean, honestly, I would – I mean, I could live here. I would live here if I lived here for free. I would never pay to live here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Mostly, I mean, partly because of the location, partly because of the fucking. I mean, I don't know. I don't hate the look of it, but yeah. I think it could be furnished better. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I was saying like it's got a kitchen table. Who who needs a kitchen table? What am I gonna have? Friends and family come over, and I'm gonna uh-huh. make them dinner. Yeah, I mean that's true. I'd have beanbag chairs over here. Maybe a gaming station. Maybe flashlight station. What about that? That'd be good. Real just, dolls. Just flashlights drilled into the wall. Yeah, yeah. Real dolls. Real live dolls. Dr- yep. Um, have you ever seen for uh, the guest? Have you seen Lars and the Real Girl? No, I haven't seen that the movie. It's a yeah, it's a Ryan Gosling. Uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling movie, and he's uh-huh. uh, he's like he's not mentally handicapped, but I would say he's uh, he's socially withdrawn. He's he's clearly like maybe autistic, or mm-hmm. they tried to make yeah. him appear autistic, mm-hmm. but and and he uh, he uh, buys and then dates a real doll. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it actually it seems like like it's like the premise of a comedy, but it's actually like a heartwarming movie like mm. he's, he begins to care for the real doll and then the whole community comes together and like you know how like when a kid hands you like a phone you pretend to answer it oh yeah for it's sure. like they do that but they do that for, for the for the sex doll for, yeah they pretend you know the sex I mean, doll is group. it a, is it a doll or it's a sex doll i mean it's a sex doll it's a real yeah, yeah. and he fucks it well that's the thing is he's like such a sweet wholesome guy that he's like he's waiting till marriage yeah i think they they get married first or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then he like he, she like that or like he claims she's dead or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about that whole part. Oh wow, yeah. Well, I mean that sounds like a good movie. Honestly, it sounds interesting. Um, I guess I'll talk a little bit about uh, a little bit about this place I'm staying in. So the uh, I had a I had an old coworker who's he's kind of a crypto millionaire. He bought a bunch of properties and uh, I think he has three houses. Um, two in this building and one in LA and uh, yeah so we're staying in this like kind of high-rise uh, apartment with giant ceilings what are these ceilings 20 feet More uh, than 10. 15 15 yeah about 15 um, giant place might sound a little echoey um, here here's here's an issue that w- that's going on here um, the, they're, they've been working on the plumbing in this building uh-huh. So there's a, there's a notice knock Pablo on the door. House? No, pa- not Pablo, not our not our plumber friend Pablo, just the general whoever's whatever people are working here. And it's specifically this apartment. They say don't use the bathrooms. Don't don't flush or shower between 9:30 and 4:30. Okay. Now for most people they're at work, so that's not an issue. Right. But I'm homeless, so I'm just here all the time. Uh-huh. And uh, So are you pissing in bottles? No, I'm, I'm just. Them I'm bare no, so there's there's two bathrooms. One's uh-huh. in the back. I'm just. I've just. I. I mean, I'm trying to hold it or maybe go somewhere else and use the but bathroom. You it, yeah, but I mean, sometimes you, just, you can't. Uh-huh. So I go. So I shit in the bathroom and I just don't flush it. I'm like, I'll just flush later. Right. And, you know, I did that at like 10 a.m. And I'm hanging out here. I'm reading a book. Uh, I'm I'm wearing jeans on the couch and I get a little uncomfortable in the jeans, so I unbutton my jeans. Okay. Okay. This is what happened. The guy that owns the house comes in with his assistant, super hot girl. Wait, Ali has an assistant? Ali has an assistant. <laughs> Wait, what? what? What does he even do? Why does he have an assistant? I don't, I don't know. I mean, he, he's always doing weird, like, he's always, like, asking. I think she, like, books flights for him and other, like, random. It's not, like, a full-time job, but uh-huh. I think she's, like, bills him by the hour. He's here to show off the assistant, 
the place. So, okay, she, they pop in. I'm on the couch with my pants unbuttoned. So they, they, they catch me buttoning my pants. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, you're, you're jerking off. Oh, right. you're jerking off. Now, the only thing that saved me, I, did, I was reading a book. So I had a book in my hand. So I was like, I'm reading a book. I'm not jerking off to the book. And they're like, we're going to go check out the rooms. And then they, they just go straight to the back bathroom. And this uh-huh. little girl just opens it. A hor- horrified smell closes it and she goes um nice (laughs) now i know i know it was not nice but Uh i I appreciate her for not uh for not blowing my spot up and just going oh my god it smells like absolute fucking shit in there right maybe they thought i just got done jerking off and shitting and then right and she didn't want to blow up my spot yeah but how hot was she she was she was cute she's very cute tiny um Hispanic, Latina. Uh-huh. Here's the issue, though. Fake breasts. Yeah, I mean, I think that could be that could be a plus. I've never been with a girl with fake breasts. Really? Yeah. I mean, uh, to yeah. me, it seems like I feel like girls with fake breasts don't like me because they're into like a different kind of guy. You know, they're they're into like a status thing that I that I probably can't supply to them. Yeah, I mean, the fake breasts, I think. You know, those typically cost a lot, and uh, some of the time they're paid for by a sugar sugar daddy. Yeah, like an older man who's like, "Hey, mm. your tits should be bigger, so let's make them bigger." Interesting. I would I would love to be that guy. So I mean, yeah, they're used to that sort of like a guy that like, "Hey, I would like your tits to be bigger, so let me pay twenty thousand dollars." They're used to that type of guy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're like. They might go up to you and be like, "Hey, uh, let, let's go to fucking let's go to Hawaii." Yeah, yeah. And then they'd expect you to say, like, yes, mm-hmm. versus, oh, I only have $1,000, mm-hmm. and that's for that's for cookies and and for my friend to steal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, so, yeah, obviously people, I mean, you might be able to find a girl with fake breasts, but they'd probably be bad, and she'd probably be, like, a stripper. Yeah, and uh, honestly, the, uh, the fake breasts, I feel like it's uh it's it's a it's a little bit of an insecurity, right? I think almost well, any plastic surgery is. It's like just dude, just be fucking confident with what you got, especially if you're already hot. Uh-huh. Like I I mean, if you're like if you're disfigured and you get a nose job, like that's yeah, not that's that bad, thing. but like fake tits, it's, it's like I like small tits. I'm like it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is is that and you'll notice like a lot of people that get plastic surgery are already like conventionally attractive mm-hmm. i think it's because being attractive is so deeply ingrained in their identity mm. that they're like i'm tr- well it's like this is the only thing i'm good at mm. or, like this is the only thing that of value to me mm-hmm. so let me try and maximize this let me yeah. try and get even better tits let me try and get an even better nose yeah let me try and fucking straighten out my jaw or some shit you yeah know what i mean versus you know, like people that look like a fucking gremlin, they've mm. always looked like a gremlin. And yeah. They, they don't. They don't have no desire to not look like a. Gremlin. Yeah. They don't. E- they don't even know that there's benefits to being attractive. Right. They just think, wow, everyone's really mean and always impatient with me. Uh huh. Everyone's so mean and impatient. Right. It's like no, you're hard to look at, and people want to. People <laughs> want to end that. Uh huh. As soon as they can. Um. Well, how would you feel if I got plastic surgery? Would you respect me more or less? Uh, most definitely less. Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I, I feel the same way you do, where it's like, if you, like, let's say, 
like even if someone came up to me, they're like, hey, we can give you plastic surgery. We'll do it for free. There's no risk, and you'll come out looking insanely hot. Mm. I would still say no. Yeah. Just because it's like. What if they can make you taller? If they can make you taller, I would still say no. But if they can make my dick bigger, then I would consider it. Yeah. But I mean, because the thing is, is like you fundamentally become not yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. It's like, so it's like, yeah, you're attractive, but you're not you. Yeah. You, know you got I mean? plastic in your body. You it's like the same in. way that I'm confused by people that use like filters and shit on social yeah. media. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is like, this is just a lie. Like you're just, how can this make you feel good at all when it should honestly just make you feel bad? Because people are complimenting something that's not even you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. So if you got plastic surgery, I would probably, um, yeah, make fun of you. Yep. I feel that. And then probably not let you ride my coattails to mm-hmm. success. Okay. And then. Uh, so now if I don't get plastic surgery, uh-huh. you're just, you're still going to make fun of me because you, you do that now. Right. You make fun of my physical imperfections. But I can still ride the coattails. You can still take you can still take the elevator to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. At the end of the day, it's like people that get plastic surgery. It's like I don't even I don't care that much. But mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Yeah, you know, I've only I don't think I'll ever get plastic surgery. The only one, the only things I really considered getting is, uh, I mean, a hair transplant. Uh-huh. And uh maybe like um like jaw filler. <laughs> okay. And uh what what even is that? It's well, so there's like I think you can get like a fucking plastic um you can get like a fucking plastic chin piece put in. Okay. To kind of give me a little a little more chin Insane. action, uh-huh. a little crimson chin. And then but you can also get filler which is which is um I think they put some kind of like hyaluronic acid or some kind of like fucking like biocompatible gel uh-huh. and then it will it will it's not like 100 percent solid so it will fade over time uh-huh. but it will give you a little chin for five years yeah i mean that that is it's like rent chin that's insane mm-hmm. i mean and it's like the, the th- also the other thing about plastic surgery is i mean it's better now but m- 90 i would say Maybe 70% of the time, the person comes out looking worse. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially, like, maybe maybe not, like, maybe not immediately, but, uh, you know, I don't think that should age as well. Because uh-huh. all of a sudden, you're, you, all, the, all the rest of your body is droopy, but your tits are at your fucking Adam's apple. Right. I mean, It's I, like, honestly, hey, that's strange. Honestly, I think that's okay, though. Yeah. Mm, okay. The fucking, the Adam's apple tits. Yeah, all right. I think those hold up well. Okay. Well... That's good. It looks like you have like two, like you know, the people that have just like two fucking balls on their on their body. Doesn't yeah, even look like breasts at a certain point. Yeah, I mean, but would you rather have that or would you rather have fucking droopy to the waist tits? Mm. <sighs> Great question. Um, I don't know. I think I think it's like, I think it's like the droopy until a certain point, and then give me the balls. Yeah, I mean, there there's a cutoff. I don't mind a little droop. Too much droop. Too much droop. But then it's like at that point they're like you know they're like probably sixty or whatever anyway. You know it's just not it's just out of my age yeah, it range. Yeah, doesn't matter. Um yeah. Well, I'm 
Take my horse to the old town road and gonna suck some motherfucking dick. So let's stop talking about plastic surgery and let's, let's talk let's, about let's talk about your so your set tonight. What would you give it out of ten? Um, you know, I was I was worried I wasn't gonna do my full time. Uh-huh. So I think I did my full time. Well, I didn't really do my full time. I asked for a seven minute light and I got off as soon as I saw the light. Uh-huh. So I'll give myself a five out of ten for doing for just for completing the time. Uh-huh. And then my last joke, I think, did good. So I'm gonna give myself a six out of ten. A six out of ten. Yeah. I mean, I think you're the, the fact that you did the time shouldn't even go into the scale. I, I, I see that as a man, that's five plus years in a comedy i think i should be able to do 10 minutes without without having a panic attack absolutely yeah but so ultimately i think what i would give you out of 10 based on the situation i think i'd give you a five out of 10 which is not bad i mean listen Mm -hmm. from what i've seen before i i think is your highest score since you've been back from australia hey oh that's what they I'm talking about I mean I've honestly been doing comedy a whole whole lot uh Pablo's been fucking shitting on me um other people have been shitting on me you know making me feel bad for not being I mean for basically just getting worse at comedy for four straight years so Uh I mean and it's you know it's a valid it's a valid shit it's a valid shit on so I ain't gonna hate on him but you know I'm I'm you know I'm starting from the I'm starting from scratch and I'm building and hopefully I build something cool but if not i'll kill myself yeah i mean at the end of the day you're listen and and this is the way i looked at it for a while now i'm a man of greatness and achievement and accolades but at the end of the day it's like we're all i mean we're gonna be dead you know i mean you're gonna be dead i'm gonna be dead joe rogan's gonna be dead um andrew tate's gonna be dead all these fucking cool ass dope ass guys it's like we're all gonna be dead and yeah. it's like, and if there is an afterlife, like if there is something where it's like I go to heaven, I go, no way, it's Andrew Tate in heaven. Mm-hmm. And like it matters. Wait, Andrew Tate's God? Yeah, it's like, so if we do that, then I'll just start trying in heaven. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I used to think. But now it's like, mm-hmm. now I might as well start trying now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'll start trying in heaven. Fuck you, job. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's, uh, here, here's something a little interesting. So, uh, you know, I was a little, I was a little bastard man. And I, I lied, I lied to you. I lied to my friend Pablo. Uh-huh. I said I had to go meet a friend at yeah, 730. For, for really no reason. And really, really what I was actually doing, I did not have to meet a friend tonight. I had, I had a little date. Mm-hmm. I had a little datey poo. And it, it, it ended up not happening for reasons beyond my control. But um, the, the reason I want to bring this up is uh, so it, it's an, it was with another comic. Eh, open mic lady. But, um, dude, so I was hanging out with, uh, with two guy comics and this one girl comic. Uh-huh. And she, uh, it, was, it was Carlos, Pablo, and me. And this girl, she basically was just like, yeah, um, like we weren't really like, I mean, I wasn't paying attention to her. I don't really know her that well. And then she was just like, yeah, I think I would fuck you guys. 
Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, like we were, we were all just like immediately competing, like right. whatever we were doing before was completely gone. And it's just, that's the power of the pussy, man. Uh-huh. The power of the pussy. I couldn't even fucking think. And I wasn't even, I really didn't even, I wasn't even caring about this girl. I wasn't caring about girls at all whatsoever. And then I was sitting down and she kind of leaned against me uh-huh. and I felt like knee to knee contact. And that's all it took. And I was like, I got, I was like, I'll do whatever it takes. Right. And I, I was texting her all last night, texting her all today. Uh, it's, it's the power of a pussy, bro. And she, yeah. and she, and she know what she doing. Mm-hmm. She know how to flirt. Yeah. And I mean, well, she doesn't know how to flirt. I don't think that's really a, f- a flirtatious move is to be like, I would fuck you guys. I think well, that's. She, she was like, she, she was like, I would fuck you if the situation was right. Kind of like, that's kind of how she phrased it. Okay. And. I was like, and you know, we're immediately like, well, what, what would the situation have to be exactly? Uh-huh. And she's like, not going to tell us that. We got to kind of like fucking play around. And then so, you know, I would say something to her and she would like it. And then if I would say something to her that she didn't like, she'd be like, eh, I think I'm going to go with Pablo now. Uh-huh. And we're just like all in a circle and she's just kind of rotating between the three of us. And it was like, it was like torture. It was like a mind game. I was, I was in love. It was great. Yeah, I mean, it sounds horrible. And honestly, it's insane to me that you're this. I mean, honestly, it seems like most guys are this big of, of pussy guys. Mm-hmm. Seems like most guys are into yep. pussy. Yeah, yeah. What? Why is that? And it, it, I mean, it really it doesn't make sense to me. Because it's like if that were to happen, it's like. And, and she were to like uh, pit me against someone else. It's like, well, now I I know I'm above you. You know what I mean? So why would I then put an effort to fuck someone lower than me? Oh, because you think she's you're above her because she's pitting you against someone? No, no. I, I mean, I know, like, I think I'm, first off, whenever I meet someone, I think I'm above them. And yes. then as they, as they sort of, but there is still like a, like maybe, you know, they're like a Nobel laureate or something like mm-hmm. that. Or maybe there's someone interesting, but as they begin to speak and reveal themselves, then it's like, okay, yeah, now I know. So it, as soon as like she would say like, oh I would fuck you guys if the situation was right, then it's like, then I've lost complete interest. Oh okay. Yeah, I guess I just, I guess it's just like when I have like the semblance of of a chance, I'm like, I don't know, something in me just shuts, shuts everything else off, and it's like uh-huh. okay. So if you're if you're that big of a pussy guy, why don't you try like? First off, I think you should probably, like, try and get a girlfriend. Mm, yeah, I Think okay. about how cool that would be, is if you were in one place for for a few years and you found a lady that actually liked you. Yeah. And you can fuck her basically whenever you wanted. I mean, I, I love to have a girlfriend, but, like, you know, I don't I don't really see myself with um, – with a lot of the people I've dated, I don't, I, I haven't really been able to see myself with them long, long, long term. Listen, you know? that's, that is a, tr- that's a trick of the mind. Okay. Because think about how many people, I mean, it's, it's less common now because we're given the whole scope of the world with like social media and shit. But think mm-hmm. about, mm-hmm. but I bet, you know, a bunch of them still like even in fucking 20 or whenever you graduate, like 2014, there was a bunch of people that met in high school got married mm-hmm. had kids and are still happily married like didn't your brother do that yeah so all these people and it's like that the amount of people available in high school is so small 
but yet they're able to find someone that they convince themselves is that is perfect for them. All you have to do is convince yourself that they're they're perfect for you. Yeah, I mean. So the se- then you telling yourself, "Hey, I can't be with this lady long term," is simply your mind saying that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess it is it is a, a little bit of a decision that I'm making. You know, there's the I don't know if you've read Portnoy's complaint, but uh, there's there's a line in that in that book that I always think about where he's like, he's like. He's 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 kind of just writing rambling stream of consciousness about his girlfriend, uh-huh. and he's like, the question isn't like, would I love her or can I love her? It's should I love her? Okay. You know he's he's deciding like, should this be the woman? Because like it, I guess it was like sh- she was into him and he was deciding like, should this be the one for me? And I guess I decide a lot of the times that they shouldn't be the one for me, but I also it's like. I don't, I don't know. I, I think there's like a, there, there's like a certain thing that I, that I want, you know? Like what? They, uh, they listen, they will always, I'll say this, they'll always be missing something. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't want perfection. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but. But then if you're the type of guy that's like, I can't see this going long term, you're always going to find something that's like, you know, I don't like, I don't like her fucking freckle. I don't like I don't like the way she says the word bag. You're going to always find something that's like I yeah. can't be with this bitch cuz she fucking she doesn't like uh fucking I don't know. She doesn't like uh she crunches too loud. She's she doesn't she makes a weird face when she orgasms. Right. Man, the the last bitch I was fucking when she orgasmed, like it looked like she had like a she was trying to hold in a sneeze kind of. She was like <laughs> <laughs> I think I mean that's kind of <laughs> hot a little bit. <laughs> nah, I don't know. It, it it was it wasn't it was it was one of the worst orgasm faces of all time. I have a great orgasm face. So who do you th- of all the women you've uh, not dated but that you've been with for an extended period, of, let's say weeks? Mm-hmm. Let's uh, who would you say is the most like if you had this pool like if the Someone said you have to choose between these women. You have to marry one of them. Which one would you choose? Damn, that's a good question. I think my original girlfriend, the first girl I ever <laughs> dated so when I was like 19. Really? That's so sad. I think well, one, one. okay, here's the thing. She had, she had a career. Uh-huh. She wasn't dependent. She wasn't like, you know, dependent on hanging out with me all the time. Okay. She had her own friends. Uh, the girl I was seeing in Australia was also very cool because she because she had a career and she also had her own friends. Right. I think that's honestly the majority of the girls that I hate that I or that I've been hanging out with are the kind of girls that fucking have, you know, they have a new best friend every three months. Right. Because they're incapable of, you know, of like forming a, a lasting relationship. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, even even short-term relationships are kind of anxiety-inducing for me, because I really don't like breakups. I'm very anti-conflict. I've cried every single girl, every single girl I've broken up with. I've cried whether they broke up with me or I broke up with them. Yeah, I mean, you're I, you might be the biggest fucking pussy. You no, might, you you might be the biggest pussy, maybe ever. No, you're I sure, think you're certainly one of the biggest pussies I've ever met. Okay, well, I don't, 
Well, that that may be true, but you also don't have a lot of friends. That's true, and I mostly I meet strong men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very. I mean, like my father. I've never. You know. Have you ever seen your dad cry? Uh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I think it is like a fatherly thing to not cry in front of kids, but I don't think yeah. I've, I've ever seen my dad like even be sad. Oh wow. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've seen my dad get angry. You know what? I saw my dad speak in tongues one time. What? Like what? Um, we were in the house and we used to like, I think we used to like pray before, you know, field trips and like whenever I would go away, like pray, pray for me going to college. Uh-huh. And my dad was like, please, Lord, just protect Nathan on this field trip to the Outer Banks. And I just hope. And I was the like, Lord took over him? and I, I, I had never, I didn't know what speaking in tongues was. And I was uh-huh. like, Hey, yo, dad, dad, freestyling on this one for real. I think my dad's having a stroke. Right. Um, but, uh, but the Lord, but the Lord was, was trying to communicate with him. Yeah. The Lord went through him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it is. I mean, honestly, it is good to be emotionally, uh, in touch enough to, to cry during breakups. Or, or cry about breakups. I mean, it, the fact that you cry about short term. Like, did you cry when you left that Indian lady in Australia? Mm-hmm. You did. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. You might be a little gay for that one. How, but, wh- but here's here's the re- like, I don't think I cry because I'm like super emotional or pussy. I cry because I'm a giant narcissist. Okay. And, like, so if I get broken up with, it's like ego death. You know, like it really fucking hurts me uh-huh. to see that someone would think that I'm not the best like to, to think that they could do better or whatever and then when i break up with someone i'm crying but it's like i'm crying for them because they'll never do as good as me okay it's like oh you fucking dumb bitch i can't believe you fucked it up right by having wonky titties and and, and have a sneeze orgasm face and so i feel bad and i cry because I, I also care about them and i see that it's probably the fucking worst thing that'll ever happen to them right or that's how it feels at the time. And I'm kind of exaggerating it, but at the time it doesn't feel good. Yeah, I mean, that is, uh, yeah, that's insane. But, I mean, I don't know. I like, like you, okay, let's say you couldn't pick the, the first girl you ever dated mm-hmm. to, to marry. Who would you pick? You know, I, like, I really like this girl, uh, Callie, that I hung out with in San Diego for a bit. Really? Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? She was funny. Uh, pre-pandemic for sure. 2018, 2019. I was okay. very. We Madhouse was still at the old building. I remember that. Okay. Because we had a, we had a terrible, terrible date. Um, at where Madhouse. Ba- uh, no, not at Madhouse. But I went to Madhouse immediately after and kind of talked about it on stage. Uh-huh. Um, she, uh, basically, she was trying to tell me that this was like right when I first started comedy and I was kind of like getting booked and you know, it was, I was so, so about comedy. I probably wouldn't be this way now, but, um, she was like, I want to like date. I want to be like boyfriend, girlfriend, like if, if we're doing this Uh and I told her I wasn't really doing a relationship and, uh, she, uh, and we had been hanging out, you know, for a little bit and she was like, okay, that's fine. Let's just be friends. And I, and I wanted to be friends, but I also still thought maybe there was a chance we'd still hook up. Uh-huh. Um, 
but yeah, we're at some bar and uh, I jokingly say, and the bar is right by my apartment. I jokingly, I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's go back to my place. Um, I was like, yeah, yeah, we should, we should pick this up back at my house, back at my place. And uh, she gets mad at that and like storms out of the bar. Uh-huh. So I have to like pay the bill, go, go chase her down the street. I'm chasing her down the street and I'm like trying to convince her like I was like I'm trying to like hey I was just joking I'm just joking I'm just joking I'm I'm walking down downtown San Diego for like blocks chasing this woman right and then eventually I got I'm like I'm like please like come on just like I'm joking and I finally convince her and she's like okay she was like well can we like talk about it like a little bit more and I was like yeah sure do you want to go talk in my apartment <laughs> and she's like she's fucking done i left i left my backpack in her car she Uh she like picked me up to go on the date and uh she just throws my backpack in the street and then just peels off (laughs) and i was concerned she was gonna drive off with my backpack so i was actually like pretty excited um but she 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 was dope um she she just had a really good sense of humor i think and okay. she was she was smart. I think she was being a lo- she was studying to be a lawyer or something. Uh-huh. I, kind of, was she uh, that appealed to me. And she was Asian. Okay. Well, that doesn't answer my question. Have you ever met a not hot Asian lady? Yeah, uh, I mean a few times. I think. I think. Uh, well, I mean, I mean I, maybe when they're old. Yeah. She was young. Yeah, she was. I think she was thirteen. I was twenty-eight. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, that's prime time for you. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah I mean, and then what happened after that? Uh zero contact. Zero contact. Zero contact. I saw her a little bit later and I said like, hey, can we still be friends? Uh huh. And she was like, no. I mean, she was like, I mean, I guess we're not gonna hang out, but. And I was like, oh okay. Yeah, and d- and do you ever regret that? Um. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess a little do bit. Do you ever regret that immensely? Uh, I mean, cause here's the thing you and in and, and your brain at that point, I know you were probably thinking like, this is going to fuck up my comedy career. That's probably what you were thinking. Oh, the relationship. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. Um, but so honestly, at the what, time, what I just thought she had a good sense of humor. And so I could keep making jokes like she, uh-huh. I, she really did. She was funny. She was making me laugh. No, I mean that, that's why you said like when she wanted to be boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever, you said no. Yeah. Yeah. Cause of the comedy thing. That's, you would say that's the main reason why you said no. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So that's, so you could have definitely still been in the relationship and then done your comedy yeah. career, but, and then now yeah, like, yeah. you like don't even do comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. how much cooler would it have been instead of, Oh, it's so much better to have like a wife in San Diego. You would have never had to go on to Atlanta. You'd probably be way better at comedy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Crazy. It's weird how that works out. I mean, crazy. I, I fucked it all up, baby. Yeah. So I screwed it all up from the start. Yeah, I mean that's 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 sad and crazy that you did that. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find the silver lining, but it's like your life would have just moved way better if you would have just mm-hmm. hung out with that lady. Hey, man, fuck off. But I mean, I guess maybe this. Nah, I can't really. Cause I mean, I was gonna say the silver lining is you would have never you. Nah, I get. I really can't. Even think I mean, about. I guess. I, st- I still feel this way to some degree. Like, it's really hard to do comedy. It's easy to do comedy if you have a wife, and it's easy to do comedy if you're single. And then if you're in the middle, it's tough because 
there's there's like all the little you know little relationship things you have to do at the beginning it's like they want you to text them they want to hang out probably at night Mm -hmm. they don't you know and and it's sort it's sort of an odd job you know i think you know it's like at the point of comedy i'm at i need a full-time job to to have money to live my life i need to be working at comedy almost like a full-time job Mm because i'm an old man and i don't have any tiktok followers or any good jokes actually and then a relationship is you know you could also argue it's a full-time job so that's 40 hours 40 hours 40 hours you got enough time for that okay and then i can only sleep actually 40 40 40 i think it was 168 hours in a week so yeah what is it 24 times 7 yeah that's yeah um yeah so actually that gives me 48 hours of sleep a week divide that by Seven? It's almost seven hours a night. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's... Damn it. What was I thinking? Yeah, I think you're... Retar- okay, pull up pull up her Instagram. Let's see how bad he fucked up. Uh, I, I, she's, she's private. I don't think I can okay, find what her. What about Facebook? I, I'll try Facebook. So, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. That's... Um, the thing... Because the thing about me is, like, I don't have any of those moments of regret because there was never any opportunity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, that is... It, that is... I think that makes me even more unbreakable than what I already am. Yeah, I mean, like, when you say you cry after every... Like, do you would you say, okay, let's say you you start going to the gas station. Oh, this girl? I mean, she's not... Yeah, you fucked up pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this just looks like... She looks like a nice lady, too. Like, she yeah. would have been... She would have been you could be married right now. You could be married. You guys could be talking about, hey, let's get a little fucking, let's get a little Nathan. Dude, we could have a little Asian baby. A little fucking Asian baby. And he'd a come out and he'd, he'd counteract your bad hair genetics. He'd just forever have hair still. Mm, and it'd be like yeah. a nice straight black. Mm. Um, maybe he, I give him a little bit of my white boy wave. Yeah, maybe he, yeah, give him a do-rag for his first birthday. But um, like when you say like okay, let's say you develop a connection with like a lady at a gas station. Yep. Uh, that you live which, by. Which you you know I love to do. Uh huh. And then let's say you have to move away. Would you then cry for the connection that you made that's now lost with the lady at the gas station? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit, but uh, you know, it's it's sad when a relationship dies, and like, you know, I think we're we're close, you and me, but I feel like. I'm closer with the majority. I'm closer with the girls I've had sex with because you get to be intimate with them. You tell them fucking things maybe you wouldn't tell other people. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's true because it, it honestly it is it is bizarre to me because you know, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this. I've only like really ever cried one time since high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even that really. Like I like halfway cried when my dog died. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really cry. Because you found out you couldn't eat it? Yeah, I mean, I found out it, the meat goes bad after 24 hours. And then I cry when my second dog died. Not, and, and when I say cry, I mean like one manly tear. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking uh, Indi- Indian uh, looking at the fucking trash uh-huh. on his land tear. So, I mean, I don't know. I just can't even. And uh, th- here's the thing. It's like some of that does come from. Uh, like seeing, seeing like you know stoicism from my dad and whatnot, B- but I mean, part of me kind of wishes I w- could cry. Yeah, I wishes I could release, but I just can't. 
I'm just too fucking manly, I think. No. You're you no, you're scared, bro. You you're a so? bitch. Yeah, you're maybe. a little fucking pussy bitch. Maybe I'm I am too scared to cry. Yeah. You're a little fucking pussy bitch. Uh-huh. You've never put yourself out there. You've never had a girlfriend. You're scared to you're scared to download Tinder. Uh-huh. I'm getting closer to you. Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's that's fair. I'm punching you. I I, I I think fear I think fear doesn't I mean here's the thing I'm the most I do have some fear but fear I've always been incredible at overcoming it uh-huh. so anything that of real value to me I do pursue regardless of fear mm. and that would include women if I saw the value <laughs> but I don't really see the value. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, it's yeah. Sometimes I feel that way too. I don't know. You don't want kids, though. You don't want a little fucking little real, real Rayleigh monster rolling around. Uh, not real. I mean, it's not. It's definitely not something on the forefront of my mind. I mean, the my main concern is myself. Yeah, I believe that selfish ass. I think so. And, and the thing about kids that that does because that is scary is that once you have them. You can't have sex with them. You can't have sex with them. Yeah, they they protest having sex with you. I don't know why. I don't know why you said that. And I don't know why I'm agreeing with it. But <laughs> the thing that's scary is that they then come first. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so, the thing. Yeah. It's the de- it's the death of yourself as as the guy. So as it's the most like important. anything that I dream of doing or think that I'm gonna do is like then it becomes. You know, it it comes secondary to to this little kid's fucking soccer practice or some fucking bullshit. Mm, yeah, fuck that. So I'll probably, I mean, listen, I think, I feel like one day I will have kids because I feel like one day there will be a woman out there that somehow will like me. Mm-hmm. But maybe I don't. Maybe it's not, maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. That's the mm-hmm. way I feel about it. It's not something I I pursue actively. I mean, but and then now we can pivot into really the only reason we're doing this podcast. And maybe this might be the most important thing you'll ever talk about. Mm -hmm. And that is September 11th. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right. 2023. Yep. Yep. Listen, I don't like to apply my mind in places where. It shouldn't be applied. Mm-hmm. That includes this podcast. Mm-hmm. But I will make a commitment. Mm-hmm. I will write it down. Mm-hmm. September 11th mm-hmm. to January 1st, 2024. Mm-hmm. This podcast will see unbelievable effort from mm-hmm. me. And it doesn't have to come from you, but I would like you to take part. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm planning on redoubling my efforts. Okay, well, that means nothing. Yeah, but I, I like the way it sounds. Okay. Um, so, let's, so let's break it down. So can, we, uh, can we do a logistical thing first? Okay. You I'm, want to do it right now? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be moving in with my mom. Okay. And I don't feel comfortable talking about the things we talk about while she's at the house. Okay. And I, I don't live in one of these houses where you can have a conversation 
and everyone in the house isn't aware you're having a conversation. I live in a tiny place. It's okay. a two-bedroom condo, um, much smaller than where we are now. Um, and uh, my mom goes to work during the day. It's going to be East Coast time. You, What's your sleep schedule like these days? You're waking up at 2 p.m.? Well, my sleep schedule at that point would be irrelevant because if that's what's required – I mean, I don't like the fact that you you feel like too much of a pussy to talk in front of your mom. But if that needs to happen, then it will happen. I'll wake up. 1 p.m.? 1 p.m. East Coast or West, West Coast, Coast time? time? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so 1 p.m. I mean, listen, I mean, we'll go over the specifics as we get closer. But, um, yeah, so basically what you can take on and we've already discussed this so we're going to do short form content on tiktok and youtube so i will edit form produce uh provide the outline for the short form content and i'll provide it and you can post it on youtube shorts i basically want you to run the whole youtube okay so i i mean i can the obviously editing the long form is not that hard um, but I mean, I guess, yeah, you can, uh, or I'll, I'll make like a thing where it's like a background type thing. I don't know. We'll go, we'll go over it, but I basically yeah. want you to run the YouTube and then I'll run the TikTok, okay. uh, the Spotify or whatever else. Okay. So you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. And um, you can record weekly. Yeah. Oh your yeah. Mom's house. All day. I got no, okay. I have nothing. I have no job. Until, but, and then this is the big thing, until January 1st, 2024. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like you're like, hey, I'll put in effort for three months. That's tough, dude. I mean, what if what if we don't make it in three months? What do you mean? What if we don't have a million followers in it three months? It doesn't matter. The numbers don't matter. We could not get, we could lose listeners. What doesn't matter, or, or what does matter is... That what, actually may be mathematically impossible. Yeah, that's true. But... Here's the thing. We can only gain, we can gain like two listeners, three listeners. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What matters is the work that's done. Mm. Okay. What matters is what we do. What other people do, it doesn't matter. So from September 11th, 2023 yeah. to January yeah. 1st, 2024, we will be putting an effort. Okay. I'm down. I, yeah, I need, I need something to do. I'm, I'm trying to not be such a fucking lazy shithead. Um, do you, uh, do you have do you have money? Uh, kinda. Why? I mean, I think we got to record locally if we just want it to sound good. I'm yeah, not, I I'm, mean, not, I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna get like a Zoom. I might get like a, a really good USB mic. Yeah. But well, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna look at it, or I'll look at it from probably this coming week of different programs to use, like ZenCaster or. Mm-hmm. What whatever else there is, mm-hmm. and we'll figure it out. But we'll have it locked in by September 11th, which is coming up soon, Daddy. Yeah, I mean two weeks away. Yes, sir. Which is plenty of time. Is it? Is it two weeks to the day? Two weeks to the day. Two weeks to the goddamn day. Damn, bro, that's I'm nervous. Okay, do you want to be ready to go on September 11th or September 11th? That's when we start. September 11th, is, September 11th is uh, when we start. So, I mean, 
that'll be the day that we start we put down a rigid schedule we make the youtube mm-hmm. we make the yep. tiktok okay and okay we, we start you know so not necessarily record on the 11th but we really begin or at least i begin because mm-hmm. i'm not throwing if you at any point like let's say in november you're like hey i can't i gotta go to this fucking open mic in new york i can't keep doing the youtube then i'll immediately pick up the slack and i won't even get mad at you oh okay so if you fuck up once i'm gonna be pissed yeah that's fine but i, I won't fuck up i believe you. so what but okay so what happens uh january 1st what why, why uh, the change that's when you focus on the novel that's when yeah i mean that's when all ever effort drops from the podcast re- regardless of where it goes uh, so even if we like start making like let's say we go fucking viral on TikTok, and we're we're like making mm-hmm. hundreds of like we're making tens of thousands of dollars a month, I yeah. immediately yeah. quit. Good. After January first, uh-huh. and you can you can then have the reins. You can then start bringing on Pablo or something, because because then I have other things to focus on. Do you still want to be a part of it, or you want to quit? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll take like ten percent or something. Because at the end of the day, you know, I built it. Okay. Maybe I'll run like the. Maybe I'll produce it. Well, we'll you don't want to be on any more episodes. No, I mean I might come in in like a you know a producer role. Like, you guys might be like, uh, bring up the news story about the ninety-year-old guy that stabbed his wife. Yeah. Hey, let's look up that. And then. And then I could be like, oh, the, you know, this, this, and this happened. Yeah, so we were we were, uh, we were on the elevator on the way up, and we saw a uh, they have like a little news bulletin, and the news bulletin was a ninety year old man in Encinitas. Oh my, okay, a ninety year Encinitas man ninety behind bars accused of stabbing elderly wife in Olive Olivihan home. Now, I don't know what the fuck Olivihan is, but. A 90-year-old man was behind bars Friday for allegedly stabbing his wife during an argument. Hey, buddy. 90? The alleged domestic assault in the 1,000 block of West C Street in the upscale Olive... Oh, it's a neighborhood. Olive... Olivenhain, neighborhood of Encinitas, was reported shortly after 7 p.m. Deputies with North, North Coastal Sheriff Station responded after a neighbor called 911 about a woman who came to the door with a quarter-inch stab wound in her. I made that part up. I was trying to do a joke. A 90-year-old man, he's not going to get a lot of depth on the stabbing, right? Uh-huh. Or is it 90 years of rage in one foul fucking blow? Yeah, I mean, if you're still moving around at 90 and you have the passion and energy to stab mm-hmm. someone, I think... Especially another a nine-year-old woman, it's like you could take you take you fucking nick one vein and that bitch is bleeding out. Oh yeah, right. She's fucking yeah. That, she barely. She probably has a liter of blood left. You uh-huh. fucking bleed her out, no problem. Paramedics took the 82-year-old woman to a hospital for treatment of stab wounds that were not believed to be life-threatening. Deputies arrested her husband, who turned 90 that day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> happy birthday to me, bitch. He has been booked on charges of attempted murder and elder abuse. Now, now, hold on. Is it elder <laughs> abuse if she's eight years younger than you? Yeah, I don't think that's... My man's that's 90. 
Yeah, I mean, if anything, I mean, I we you should give maybe her the charge for elder abuse mm-hmm. for making the ninety-year-old man stab hey, at her. Dude, okay, if you want to kill kill an eighty-two-year-old lady and get away with it, don't stab her. There's fucking DNA evidence. There's fucking there's a murder weapon. Uh, Put a little olive oil in the stairs, huh? Right. Yeah. Hey, bye bye, Granny. Uh huh. I mean, this guy. I don't know. Hey, I hope I hope he gets out. I yeah, hope I mean, he lives. I hope he lives to a hundred and stabs ten more eighty-year-old bitches. Yeah, I mean that's crazy to be to be nine. I mean to be nine. You almost gotta respect that to be ninety years yeah. old and yeah, yeah. still have the fucking desire to do anything. To <laughs> to be like, he's just had kill. He's just had kill someone on his bucket list forever. Uh huh. I mean, damn, bro. I I wish this article gave a little fucking gave a little detail. Maybe the San Diego Union Tribune will give me a little more detail. Um, visible industries. Let's see. The, in, the initial investigation indicates the victim and her husband were having an argument and it turned physical. Hey, what? Hey, did you take my pills? Hey, did you use all the Ben Gay? I'll fucking stab you, cunt. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what. I mean, that just amazes me to be fucking 90 years old and then... Yeah. It's like, what yeah. are you even arguing about? Yeah. You're dead in two weeks. <laughs> what, uh, yeah. what kind of coffin did you just order me, bitch? I said I wanted gold from top to bottom. Yeah, I mean... Um, yeah, that's wild, my dude. Encinitas Advocate. Okay, maybe it's got a little more fucking detail on this. All these news articles are the fucking same. Like bullshit. Yeah, I don't think you'll find detail on it. Yeah. God, bro. Uh, you don't get his name. You don't get anything. It should be or it should be like public record, though, right? Uh, his name? Yeah, yeah it right? should be. I oh, mean, oh, here we go. Clark. Okay, we got his name. Clark Sandnop. Clark what? Clark Sandnop. Sandnop, one word. What the hell? Now, this has got a little bit of, uh, this one's got a little extra detail on it. Let's see. Uh, they were having an argument. Da, da, da. Okay, well, it doesn't have that many. But let me see if I can find this motherfucker. Let me see what he looks like. Clark Sandnop. Ah, uh, nothing. Oh, wait, maybe is this him? I don't know if this is him or not. Well, yeah, dude. I I hope we all... I hope... I have it. I hope we all, everyone who's listening to this, has the energy and the life and the fucking, and the ability to take a life at 90, you know? Because people, people think, you know, when, when things turn 60, you slow down, you, right? All you think about is fucking the news and, you know, the weather and whatever. It's like, no, sometimes you still think about murder. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you still think about, you know, getting one over. Mm-hmm. I mean, damn, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I'm not gonna make it to 90. I don't think. 90s are crazy. I mean, I don't think anyone should live that long. I think you should be given the opportunity when you're like, for like when you first retire, you're given the opportunity for euthanization, and then when you turn like 75, and then when you turn like 85, but at 85 it's then forced. <laughs> It's like you can uh-huh. say no, but then once you say no, like you just don't. 
they don't make you don't make it yeah. home. They're yeah. like, oh, he slipped when he was in here. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, for some reason they all keep saying yes. Uh huh. At the eighty-five. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think if you play your cards right, sixty, you can still be pretty mobile and mm. still be pretty with it. Seventy, it's tough. It's real tough to be a mobile seventy-year-old. My dad was mobile at seventy for maybe like a year. Really? And then like he kind of went off a cliff when his lungs like completely got shot. Imploded. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I think yeah. he has one alveoli left. <laughs> his one. I think he has his one good alve- alveoli. I don't know what that means, but I know that's bad. Yeah, yeah, I think you're you're supposed to have millions and billions. Um, those are the little sacks that uh, exchange uh, oxygen for carbon dioxide. I believe they put uh-huh. they put the they put the oxygen on the on the hemoglobin, and then the hemoglobin on the bl- red blood cell, and then and the red blood cell delivers it to all your little cells. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my dad, my dad's like 60. The thing is, my dad at like 50 was like the most athletic guy. And then I feel like yeah. now at 60, he's definitely starting to feel his age. I think he has like fucking nerve pains and shit. Mm, yeah, like yeah. Like sciatica yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, and like my grandma, like at some point you just like, like you feel completely fine and then. Just one day, you're like, oh, I can't even, like, my root move right. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, my grandma, for the longest time, was completely fine. And then now she's like, can't even. She'll, like, take fucking 10 years to go up the stairs. It's like, yeah, I have to yeah. push her out of the fucking way. <laughs> I got places to be, bitch. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that was the argument in Encinitas. Get off the damn stairs, bitch. Mm-hmm. Or honestly, the girl probably started it because you know he's ninety. He was probably taking his sweet time with the stairs, uh-huh. and she was like, "Hurry up!" And here's the thing that needs to be investigated because if he, like, if she if she started the argument and he had like a knife in his hand, like if he was like buttering his toast or something, mm-hmm. it's like if you're ninety years old, you're gonna use whatever you have in your hand. <sighs> yeah, he probably didn't even know. Because it's like you forget what it is, you forget what's in your mm-hmm. hand, you just feel an yeah, object, yeah. and you thrust with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Versus, like, and then I don't know. Like, it, it, I think he's in the right to be ninety years old and stab someone, and you don't have a prior record of stabbing people. Yeah, it didn't say anything about that. Reason. Yeah, ninety years clean, and then one day a little stabby. Yeah, you've been ninety years stab free, and then one day. It's that bitch's fault. Well. What do we at? We're at an hour. So I think we're going to say goodbye. We're an hour what? Hour and two minutes. Okay. Pretty solid. But uh, look forward to the post-September 11th episodes yeah, yeah. Well, listen, where bef- we before, really Before go you on. end it, I want it. And I want you to say from September 11th. From September 11th. I, Nathan Driver. 2001. 2023. Oh, 2023. I Nathan Driver. I Nathan Driver. Will put in. Will put in. Maximum effort. Maximum effort. Until. Until. January first. January first. Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. And then now, see, and anytime you try and re- renege on that, we come back here. There'll be no reneging from me. All right. Honestly, I think. I think we're gonna do great things in the podcasting world. 
And by great things, I think we'll have 20 listeners by next year. I hope so. And if not, I'll fucking stab you.